0: We are in a dilemma. Why? Because we don't know that much. We think we know a lot, but we really don't know that much. The Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa at one time, stopped getting revelation. And he said, what will become of me? Imagine, the prophet said, what will become of me? So, what will become of us? And what is the path that we should choose that seems to be the most sensible for us. Now, in this world, there are many different ways to go and many different paths to choose. Most of the world is looking for paths that bring worldly success. And they see worldly success as a solution to their situation. I don't have enough money. If I had enough money, bada bing, bada boom. Everything would be perfect. I'm sorry. (laughs) If I had enough fame, everything would be perfect. If I had enough of this, if I had enough of that, And how do I go about getting it? Well, there's another path. And this path is not for a lot of people. This path is for people who want to know what will become of them after they disappear from this world. So think of it. This world... Not this world. What's next? What are you trying to solve? Which is the real path? Which is the real place that you're going to? What is your permanent home? Have you thought about what is your permanent home? And have you thought about what to do for your permanent home. And what consideration do you give to your temporary home? Imagine if you had a trip and you were going to Alaska and to Florida and you only packed for Florida. What would happen when you got to Alaska? It would be very cold and you would have a big problem. So, you would have to pack for both places. Well, in the situation that we're in, we have to make way for this world and for the next world. We have to decide what to do in this world and what to do in the next world. We cannot entirely ignore either. Because if we ignore either, we'll lead ourselves into a dilemma. So, what I have found is that if you truly understand the path towards the next world, and what you have to do on the path to the next world, and even if you don't truly understand it, even if you know the kinds of things that need to be done to prepare for that. It will also prepare you for this world. If you alter your being towards the qualities of Allah and truly alter your being towards the qualities of Allah, which means that you really do become compassionate or you really do become uh, merciful or you really do love you'll find that your way in this world will ease because the compassion that you expound the compassion that you give out the mercy that you give out the love that you give out will pave the way for you in this world and if things don't go exactly as the way you had them in mind patience, Will take care of that and the mercy that you feel will allow you to overcome difficult circumstances. The story of Job is a story that indicates that there is a way of being, a state of being that is consistent throughout adversity, and throughout positive results. In other words, the state of being is not interrupted by results, is not altered by results. Results are not what make the state of being. What makes the state of being is mercy. What makes the state of being is love and compassion, perseverance, patience, generosity, peace. And if those exist, then whatever the circumstances that are worldly happen, the state of being stays the same. If you don't have those qualities, whatever happens, you're still going to be unhappy. You still can't deal or cope with the worldly situation. Um, I was once told a story about a man who was left $50 million. And he'd never worked. And he spent a lot of money. And when he was left with $10 million, he killed himself because he couldn't see where money was going to come from. Now, this is a man who never developed a state of being. He just relied on money. He didn't rely on developing a state of being. So what we have to do is, in this world, not rely on external circumstances, but rely on developing a state of being. Because what's the point? To be rich or to be peaceful? To be rich or to be satisfied? What's the point to to get titles and degrees or to be satisfied with your existence? If it's to be satisfied with your existence, then you have to develop an internal state of being. If you don't develop an internal state of being, then all of your thoughts about satisfaction are hallucinatory. They're all made up. If this happens, then this will happen. No, it won't. If this happens, then that will happen. No, it won't. What will happen is, who you are and what you are will continue to move forward. Who you are and what you are will continue to move forward. The state that you are in at this present moment... Is going to create the state you're in at the next moment. So what is it that we need to do? We need to develop a state that we are satisfied to move on with. And then we have to add to that state. So if we're content, we have to learn how to be more content. If we're peaceful, we have to learn how to be more peaceful. For happy, we need to learn how to. We need to learn how to be more happy. If we love, we need to learn how to have more love. It takes 212 degrees Fahrenheit to make water boil. Now, under 212, it's very hot water, but it's not boiling. We need to get the qualities that are supreme to be at their height. Within us. And we need to understand that we might only be at 80 degrees or 90 degrees or 110 or 150 and 150, we can say, wow, we're hot. But we're not boiling. And if we're not boiling, if we haven't gotten to steam, we haven't made the change. We're still a puddle of water. We haven't dissipated into steam. So, here we are in this dilemma. Which world do we try to take care of? And the truth is, we take care of both of them. And we can take care of both of them simultaneously. The big dilemma of understanding is detachment. Only when detachment occurs can we truly make our peace with this world. Because until detachment occurs, everything in this world will bother us. It will become part of our obsessive-compulsive disorder. It won't leave us. We'll think about it and think about it and think about it. But when detachment occurs, we can do what we have to do without the attachment to results, and that way we can continue to move on. If this doesn't work, that'll work. This doesn't work, that'll work. It doesn't matter if it works or doesn't work. I have to do my best and move forward. When you are in that space, you can also be in the space of and I also have to do my best to prepare my being for the next world because you're not so tied to this world that it consumes you. So if you're not consumed by this world, you can do your duty in this world and still be focused on the next world. And all of the things that will take you to the next world will also bring you satisfaction or peace in this world. But there's another point. There's an interesting uh, twist in the Sufi way. In the Sufi way, there's a sheikh. There's a teacher. There's one who moves you forward. There's one who you follow. And if you listen What the Sheikh says. He says, Step inside of me and I will take you to the next step. Step inside of me and I will take you to the next step. So, what's that mean? It means that to truly be able to move forward. We need to be able to surrender. We need to understand that we don't do this ourselves and that we need help and there is help to be gotten. So we don't have to think that we're doing it. We don't have to think that we rely on ourselves. We have to understand that Allah in his mercy has sent helpers to take us through this path and to take us to the next stations of this path. So store, create, give mercy as you can. Become in touch with the higher side of yourself and then for your own protection... Your own safety and for the ability to continue to move forward, jump inside your teacher. Figure out a way to jump inside your teacher. Surrender to your teacher. Surrender to what he has told you. Surrender to what he can do for you and what he said He can do for you. Give up the center of the egocentric self and let it dissipate and say, I do not move on my own volition. I move with my teacher's volition. My teacher takes me where I need to go because of the love I have for him And the love he has for me. And all of that is connected to the love that Allah has for both of us. And if we can get into that continuum. That continuum of love that has been around since the beginning. And we can tie ourselves to that continuum. And tie ourselves to somebody as powerful as our teacher was. Then. We can easily have the confidence to let go of our worries and let go of our fears and let go of our ideas and allow what happens to happen without our constant need to alter things or change things or try to move things around in a different way because we're unhappy with them. We need to enter a state of peace. We need to enter a state of kindness, a state of love. And we have to make that state so powerful that it is higher than our physical self. It's become steam. It's no longer water. It's steam. We need to become steam. Steam dissipates into the atmosphere. When we pass this body is going to stay but we have a soul that's going to go into the ethers it's going to go into the truth it's going to go into the beyond it's beyond that which is visible it's beyond that which we can touch and feel well that state's going to happen to us whether we are ready for that state or not whether we acknowledge that state or not. And that state is made up of what God is made up of, or not. If we are in the or not, that's what hell is. If we are in that state, that's what heaven is. Mercy goes towards mercy. Compassion goes towards compassion. Love goes towards love. Anger goes towards anger. Jealousy moves towards jealousy. We need to be the ones who move in the positive direction. And if we can learn how to do that in this physical state, and we can learn to surrender to our sheikh, and allow ourselves to come into him and move with him we will find a path that is true and will take us through eternity but to do this we have to be brave enough to surrender our ego we have to be brave enough to surrender our will we have to stop thinking That only we are in charge of ourselves. That only we can correct the way that we are moving. That we have to do everything. It's incredible that when you let go, you go faster. You go more direct. But as long as you don't let go, you slow yourself down. You take yourself out of the flow. You interfere with the natural progression of your soul and of your being. So allow our sheikh to move us forward. Allow Allah to move us forward. And all of this happens when we detach from the results in the world and disappear from the need to constantly interfere. Imagine how different the world would be if every time there was a difficult situation, people didn't feel that they needed to somehow get involved to correct it. Uh, For starters, that takes on the thinking that you're... Opinion as to the difficult situation is correct. I've watched people who've sat with Bauer for years and have heard him say, don't point fingers at others, don't spread gossip, don't talk about other people. And they're doing it all the time. And they always have a reason why they're doing it. They have somehow figured out that their need for gossip is an exception to the rule that there shouldn't be any gossip. Their need to talk about other people is an exception to the rule not to talk about other people. Bawa talks about gossip and backbiting as gigantic mountains that you have to overcome. And some people don't even see them. There's this mountain in front of them that they're not supposed to be involved with and they just keep running into it. And they keep doing all of these things. You can't ignore the rules and think that you can move forward. Every time you ignore the rules, they pull you back. Pettiness is not godliness. And too many people in the world are involved in the most petty of things And they see it as elevating themselves. And that's when the ego is totally out of control. When pettiness becomes the station that you stand on and wave your flag, you've lost yourself. And you've lost your path. And in the sense of Allah's psychology, you've gone insane. And we have to learn to be sane, to be the ones that understand the true qualities and enter into the true qualities and don't find exceptions for ourselves to move away from those qualities. We have to be focused, we have to stay focused, and we have to move forward. And we have to hold on to the tails of the one who who taught us, and believe what he said, believe his instructions, and follow his instructions. May it be that way for each of us. Amin, amin, yarabillah alamin, assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.